0: brought to you by make fun network
1: you're listening to grown-ass gamers with logan matt and carlos
2: welcome everyone to the second episode of grown-ass gamers here on the make fun network brought to you by Make Fun Network and uh, Valor Gaming Org. If you want to learn more about uh, Make Fun Network, head over to our Facebook group page where we talk about all things fun. Right now we're doing a video game, or I'm sorry, a Saturday morning cartoon bracket. So there's a lot of fun stuff. You can go over there and interact with myself and my co-hosts. Also, Valor Gaming Org is a council scene uh, gaming community that's really looking to build up uh, the mental health and the uh, what's the word? I guess positivity. I don't know how I slipped on positivity. Because uh, you're a the negative community. person. <laughs> I'm a negative Nancy, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, so, yeah, uh, check them out on their Discord, uh, also at their Facebook page uh, of Valor Gaming Org. But enough of the plugs. We're here for Grown Ass Gamers. I am your lovely co host, Logan Vo. I'm joined today by the shredder of Make Fun Network, Matt Bizthony. <laughs>
1: Played by uh, Kevin Nash in uh, Super Shred. <laughs> yes.
2: Shredder. Yes. And also my other co-host, he is the Bebop to my rock steady, Carlos. Hey hey. So how are we doing, boys?
1: I I mean, I'm fine. I got labeled a uh I would say an arguably kind of handsome athletic looking man, and you uh <laughs> you casually threw out that you are <laughs> one of you is a pig and the other one's a, a rhinoceros.
2: Uh, Hog. <laughs> Oh, they're Here's pigs! <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So, what are we playing this week? What did you guys all play this week?
1: Uh, so, for me, so, um, I mean, I might as well get this out there. If anyone who doesn't know me from like any other shows, I play like Overwatch pretty much exclusively. I'm addicted. Mm-hmm. I, the concept of the show is like grown ass gamers were adults. So, I, I have a, a newborn. I got like a whole bunch of stuff going on. I like I set aside my gaming time for Overwatch, but. One game that I am kind of looking forward to, if I might pivot off of your suggestion, is um, oh, sort of a bitch. I forgot. It's that new sixty-person like, free-for-all game coming out on PlayStation. What is it called? You see that?
0: Oh, um, no idea. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I just forgot the name.
1: I know. I, I'm like looking forward to what it. Came and think of it. Um, but it got announced. I think. I think it's free to play on Monday. Um, I'm gonna find it real quick, but I'm looking forward to that because I saw it debuted at PAX and um, PAX East this last year. Not debuted, but it was like they had a demo, and it was huge. The demo was huge. They had like a, a a huge wall of screens, like a complete square of it, and then obviously giant screens displaying it. And if you, I gotta find this freaking game. Can anyone find the name of this game while I'm talking about it, please?
0: <laughs>
1: um, it's 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 releasing Monday. You'll 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 find it for sure but the game essentially is like it's gang beast style of like floppy bodies and the characters are super fun except there's 60 person free for alls and they're like a lot of the levels are like kind of a most extreme elimination challenge type of like games where it's like everyone's racing to the ends of a goal but like only some of the doors will work and it's just like chaos and it looks so friggin Fun and I'm I'm I think I might spend a little free time playing that with some uh some other very casual friends.
0: (laughs) Is it Fortnite? (laughs) Not Fortnite, (laughs) nothing
1: will be Fortnite. I highly doubt Fortnite will come up too often on this show.
2: (laughs) Everything's Fortnite, everything comes back to Fortnite. Uh, it's always
1: been Fortnite, it's always been Fortnite. Um, but yeah, so I'll find that it's only for PS4? I think it's only for PS4. Um
2: you you have both consoles. My goodness, Latida.
1: Yeah, I have I'm like really into like console gaming. <laughs> um it is called, I found it. It's called Fall Guys: The Ultimate Knockout. Yeah, Fall Guys: Ultimate Knockout official trailer Summer of Gaming 2020. So, it's very I
0: don't f- know what I was thinking. <laughs> I was not thinking this.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's if if you're interested, it's a very light, fun game, and it's a if you're into like big chaos and huge multiplayer and just funny cartoon looking people, check this game out. Fall Guys. So yeah. I'm looking forward to really that. Cartoony. But, yeah. But uh, other than that, just been playing Overwatch and um, living my life.
2: Yeah. Well, I I played Overwatch for the first time in like two months last week. Uh, that's where we all met for our listeners. We that's love true. Playing Overwatch. Uh yeah, I I one tricked widow in my comp placements for uh open queue, and I got about 400 SR lower than I expected. So <laughs> you live and learn.
1: <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I'm like a plat. I'm one of those plat borders that's still gold.
2: Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, and then destroy all humans came out last week, so I played uh, about two hours of that. Mm. Uh, that was fun. That's all I could afford to play is about two hours. How is it? It's good. Uh, you know, it's definitely not what I remember, because it's been like 14 years since the last one. In a
1: good way or a bad way?
2: You know, it's not bad. It's, it's fun, but it's like literally like your mission is to clone yourself as the mayor of this town and give a speech. Okay. And then you have like three minutes of cutscenes, And then you have like 10 minutes of gameplay. And then another three minute cutscene. It's like, okay. And then you're back on your ship. And it's like, oh, that was quick. All right. So,
1: you're so, really good at it, is what you're saying.
2: I'm I'm amazing at it. I don't know if you know this, but I can clone the hell out of a mayor and give everyone the red scare in this 1950s town.
1: And so, is is that, like, drastically different from what you remembered of the original?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I never, as we learned last episode, I never finish games. Classic. So when I pl- yeah. So, when I played the last one, I don't remember finishing it. But I remember, like, just running around town and just killing everyone as an alien. and Like, GTA it, style? Yeah, kind of. Uh, and just making people poop out their brains through their butts. Uh, um, what? You have you ever <laughs> played it? I haven't.
1: I didn't play the original. I was thinking about playing this new one, but now, like, every time I ask you how it is, this is how you start. You go, eh. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, well, maybe I won't.
2: I, I don't regret getting it. I'm going to keep playing it. But, yeah, it's. I think it will open up a little more, because there's, like, a free roam option, and there's also a mission option. So, Uh, Yeah, uh, I'll 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 give you my full review in like a week or two. How about that? All right, fair. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Carlos? What are you playing this week? Uh,
0: really just been grinding. uh, Wow, uh, just kind of just getting some characters up, uh, just leveling up a a new holy priest. Uh, just kind of chilling and uh, getting ready for the new uh, DLC that comes out sometime eventually.
2: Discord. Something fancy. I had no idea what it was. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Good job, yeah. Carlos.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> I told everybody I was like, I've been working on this achievement for like eight months. I know nobody knows what it means, <laughs> but can I just get some like validation and just good job even if you don't know what it is? For those of you that do play WoW, I worked tirelessly, endlessly, uh, to get uh the lore master achievement. And what that is, uh for those of you who don't know, what that is is you go through every quest for every expansion that's been released ever back since classic all the way up to the most recent one battle for Azeroth. So if you you go through classic big boy achievement, yeah, then you go through burning Legion and then all these, just every single expansion and you do every campaign quest that there is. And it took me about 31 quests a day since December. Um, Good yeah, Lord. So- so I finally got it, and everybody in the community was like, "Yeah, good job!" I'm, it sucks that all you get is a little fancy title and uh, a new like shirt, basically. <laughs> get a shirt. That's, yeah, that's uh, oh, a yeah, shirt in game. In game. Oh. Uh, and then that's all you get. Like you don't get like a fancy mount. You don't get like you do you don't get Excalibur or anything like that. It's just like you did it, and I'm just like thanks it's the um, equivalent
2: of a hand job instead of yeah <laughs> it, it was a really good one but it's still a hand job.
1: hey you know what <laughs> there you go hey there, there go. you
0: go yeah absolutely yeah, it felt really good to get it so yeah, that's what i was working on and uh other than that i introduced my uh, little brother to wow so
1: uh how'd that go uh, how, how little
0: uh 12 he's 12 oh
1: that's you can comprehend that game right
0: yeah yeah but he's still about like fighting monsters and stuff like that i'm like yo we're trying to get this quest so we can get to level 20 he's like yo i see this wolf it's dead (laughs) i'm just like come on man we don't have to attack that wolf and he's like oh a bear i got it i was just like we're on our way to someplace it doesn't take like two seconds to beat this bear it takes like a good 30 to a minute like we gotta get going (laughs) But so it's kind of like pushing him along, like, all right, let's go. Come on. And then uh, he's like, when do I get a pet? And I'm like, you got to be level like 25 and we're level six right now. And you're finding a bear. So it's going to take us a while if you keep doing this. But uh, I think he enjoyed, I think, just playing with me in general, because my age difference, I'm 25, he's 12. So we don't really like watch the same content you know consume the same kind of like media so it's kind of cool to finally be under one little gaming roof
1: that's Um, nice that must be fun nice yeah yeah does does he play any other
0: games uh he likes he likes minecraft he likes watching that on youtube uh he plays a lot of like uh, he he beat mario odyssey on his own um and that's not an easy game to get through uh Can I ask a
1: uh, an old man yelling at cloud question? Yep. Can someone explain to me Minecraft? I know, like, I'm like, I literally probably like eight nine years past asking this question. I have a basic concept of like it's a like like you build stuff, but other than that, what what goes on?
0: (laughs) As as a grown ass gamer, I will explain to you the basic of it, and it's just it's just R and R. There's been days where I felt like super like not down from work, but it's just exhausting. Sometimes it gets to you. I just plug in some Minecraft and just go. Like, I will, I'm will i going to build this house, and an hour or two of it is just hitting some blocks and listening to this really chill lo-fi music. Oh, and all right. So you mine blocks for about an hour, and then you're listening to, like, lo-fi music basically and then you're like i'm gonna build a little house and then that's all on your mind because it takes almost all your mental power to like all right i gotta go here to get this type of wood oh now my axe broke now i gotta go here <laughs> so like it's really it's really all it is is just r&r like i think yeah. it's just one
2: of, yeah you just, you just chill um after uh so Other listeners of your other show know that you were in an Overwatch uh, council league. I also was, uh, Matt, you were. Um, After one season, uh, the entire team that I was on in Valor, we're just like, all right, we need a break from Overwatch. So all of us just played Minecraft together. It's just like a really chill, have fun, zone out, talk shit, listen to podcasts, whatever, and just build shit.
1: I feel like I I need something like that in my life so much, um, but I will never do it. Because I never relax, ever.
2: <laughs> it, time gets away from me, that's for sure. You'll be like, oh, it's three hours, and I've spent two of it in a cave mining.
1: Okay. Huh. <laughs> I'll still give it a shot. Maybe, I mean, like I said, I have a newborn, so... I mean, these games might be very close on my horizon soon. i like, oh, my daughter's playing Minecraft or Roblox or what have you.
2: Gotta play with her.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, have you tried to buy a prostitute in GTA yet?
2: (laughs) That's a little ways away, hopefully. I don't know.
1: I mean, I want her to understand economy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's the oldest profession. (laughs) That's right. right. All right, guys. Uh, Let's move into a quick little fun topic here. Since it's our second episode, I wanted to quickly talk about, before we get into the news, our favorite sequel games. Okay. So, Carlos, do you have a favorite sequel game?
0: I, I have a favorite, like, series of sequel games, but, like, I've always just liked the Ratchet and Clank, like, just games in general. Like, they're all, they're all different games, but they're sequels to each other if you pay attention to the lore and stuff like that. Okay. A lot of people will be like, Ratchet and Clank has lore. I'm like, yes, tons of it. Uh, but yeah, I've always just enjoyed the, the just, like, shoot them up style 3d style that ratchet and clank has got um always looking forward to a new edition of course they did announce a new a new ratchet and clank uh for playstation um so that might be something i pick up um i'm not playing uh xbox as much as i used to anymore so i might switch over to playstation just to get like some of these games like ratchet and clank so that's my game uh question a qualifying question about this question
1: uh like direct sequel as in like two like the second installment or just any sequel you
2: you could cheat because mine's a number four I'm about to drop on you (laughs) oh my bad
0: all right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) he's got a side
2: over
1: there all right Um, I think honestly my favorite sequel game from just my my life is honestly Mortal Kombat 2
0: ooh so all
1: right, all I lo- right. I loved Mortal Kombat one so much, and it was like my jam at that age. It just hit me at like the right time. I was just like this young adolescent boy who was just like, "Oh, these people fight and there's blood," and I'm like, "Yeah, this is cool." And then Mortal Kombat two came out, and it just expanded the characters and I was and the gameplay. I thought like was so much. I mean, from like a, a retrospective look at it as being an adult, the gameplay was so much smoother and the animation was so much better. And I think like Mortal Kombat 2 kind of like, I feel like nothing really changed for years after Mortal Kombat 2 as far as Mortal Kombat is concerned because it was just so good that first time. It was a huge improvement from one and then like two, three, uh, ultimate and like Zephyr were kind of all borderline the same, which is mm-hmm. more characters, but man, I love Mortal Kombat 2.
2: All right. I have two questions for you. Yeah. 2D or 3D fighting games, which do you prefer?
1: Uh, probably 2D.
2: Okay. Uh and then second question. The Mortal Kombat movies, your thoughts.
1: Oh, I actually oh, man, I I genuinely like those Mortal Kombat
2: movies. So do I. They're so bad, but they're so good.
1: <laughs> Dude, the <laughs> the ending to the first one, wait, who who plays Raiden? Christopher um, uh what the hell's his name? Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. He plays Raiden and so man, that game like I said. All at the right time. I'm this young kid and I'm a huge fandom of all the stuff now. Like I'm an absolute lunatic about the MCU and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So when Mortal Kombat came out, uh the movie, I go back, if I watch the ending to one, and it's like that somewhat stinger lead up to the to the potential like second one, which it is like really when no problem. Shao Kahn comes through. Shao <laughs> Kahn comes through. And then he's like he appears and he says something, and then like Christopher Lambert's is, right is like Uh, I don't think so. And like then the,
2: the his, music hits, his, and you gotta oh. get up and start punching? Oh my god.
1: Dude, I might throw a fist through a wall right now. I'm so excited. Let's <laughs> do it! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, So, I love those movies. I I think they're good. The only criticism I have is that I thought Scorpion and Sub-Zero were done so well in those movies, and they were so underutilized. I want to see...
2: Criminally underutilized. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. You're, you're... Don't ask me questions, because if you ask me questions, it's gonna set me off, because I have one <laughs> more question about this. Um... Did you see, like, that independent, like, YouTube remake series about, like, a modern Mortal Kombat, uh, either, like, series or movie?
2: No. I know there was, like, a TV show a couple years ago. Um, Is that what it is?
1: I don't know. What was the premise for the TV show?
2: Uh, I think it was mainly around Sonya, and, like, she was hunting down the killer of her partner. Uh, it was. It wasn't so much like the movies. It was more like a criminal investigation. I think.
1: Yeah, and everyone kind of had like, like more like realistic explanations as to like why they were the way they were. Yeah. Um. I mean, Is this we, something we, different. We no. We might be talking about the same thing. Um. It was like this. It was like this ten minute trailer. I think it was like a ten minute trailer of like a proof of concept for like what it could be. It was so fucking good. It was so unbelievably good. It was like um, they were essentially talking to Scorpion, and they were trying to get him to uh, go undercover for this tournament to hunt down these serial killers. And they went through like one by one. They were like showing him pictures of like these serial killers, but they end- ended up being like characters from Mortal Kombat. So like Reptile, like his code name was Reptile, but he was like essentially a cannibal that was hunting people down and severing That's their cool. heads and saving them in like a uh, in their fr- in his freezer to eat. So that was like reptile and then Baraka was this person who was like a a plastic surgeon who went crazy and implanted himself with all these friggin' like weapons and he was just like oh. this like freak. It was so unbelievably good. And um the whole thing was like the smoke guy Smoke
2: was just a chain smoker?
1: Yeah, he's just this guy who just like solicits like outside of convenience stores and like just does nothing but smoke and they like they can't catch him. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> um but the whole concept was um uh, I think it was Scorpion either Scorpion or Sub-Zero, they were trying to get one or the other to become, like, an ally for them. And at the end of it, they were like, he was like, why would I do this for you? And they were like, because we have information that this person is going to be at the tournament. And they slid it across, and it was, like, either Scorpion or Sub-Zero. And he was like, so essentially Scorpion and Sub-Zero were at odds, and they were, like, mortal enemies. Ah, it was so good. You have to, I gotta find it. I gotta, like, link yeah. it in the Discord. You gotta watch it. It's, it's, I can't believe and no one picked up, no No one picked it up. You gotta, you gotta stop me on these things, because that's just fucking
2: <laughs> No, I can talk Mortal Kombat. Uh, I thought I was really good on the original because I could beat my uncle because with Liu Kang, <laughs> I knew how to shoot the fire. And he's like, how'd you do that? Like, I'm button mashing, bro. I don't know, but I'm doing it every time.
1: <laughs> yeah, forward, forward punch,
0: baby.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, my favorite sequel, uh, probably going to go like Twisted Metal 4.
0: Oh, Those are good If games. I'm going like
2: old school. Yeah, like no one talks about Twisted Metal anymore, but those are so fun.
1: I can't yeah. I feel like Rocket League took away the potential for a twisted metal resurgence. Oh,
2: that's probably true. Well, I mean maybe like maybe you could do it now though, but people would be like, Oh, it's a ripoff of Rocket League because old young <laughs> kids would be like, Oh, this is dumb.
1: Yeah, it's like Rocket League with guns. Which even yeah. still I'd be like, yeah, not rules.
2: Yeah, uh, like rules all yes. ass, dude. <laughs> Carlos Shaver play uh, twisted metal?
0: I did not. Nope, nope. I did not play Twisted Metal, but you said uh, it sounds like Rocket League with guns and I said, Sign me up.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, it's like yeah, it you was just kinda like a battle royale with every car in the middle and they each had guns, and then you gotta like go around the map and kill each other until there's only one left. It's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It has good characters too. Uh what's his name? Twisty?
2: Yeah, Twisty had the uh the ice cream cart.
1: Yeah, the clown, <laughs> ice the ice cream truck. truck, just all decked out in ammo.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's uh, move on from this section here. We can talk about that all day. Let's get into the news. So in between our episodes, the Xbox showcase happened. Let's uh, let's get into this. This is uh, one I, thing I appreciated about the showcase. They said every game shown is on the pa- Game Pass. That's big. That's really big.
1: I haven't bought the Game Pass yet. I don't know why. I should. But I might now.
2: You might now, yeah.
0: So so while you're on the topic of Game Pass, I also don't I do want to kind of address a big like, key word that kept coming up in case people don't know what it is. That's smart delivery. It keeps coming up in every game that you see in the showcase. And I was like, what is that? Like, Because I, I hadn't been following. So smart delivery basically means that like you're going to get the best version, what, whatever console you decide to play on. So if you get Halo Infinite for the Xbox regular xbox uh regular xbox one it's gonna look and feel great and then when you get an xbox x you can still use that game and it's gonna be basically upgraded to the graphics of the xbox x oh that's cool Uh, yeah so you're not gonna need to i know i had a big beef with like the tomb raider series on the regular xbox uh 360 um where I got that game, hundred percented it, and then they came out with an Xbox One version of it of the exact same game, and I was just like, What? Like, so that's gonna be one of the things that, that is again? the thing. That, yeah. That's the thing that smart delivery addresses. It's you're gonna get the best version of the game, it's not gonna look any worse. Um if you know, you transfer over, you can play it on Xbox One or on the Xbox X. So I like that.
2: In case that's, you hear that smart friendly. delivery,
0: yeah, absolutely. I really like it.
1: I really love when like um when companies or, or things like that, because that's something where I didn't even know I wanted, you know. But like when they ex- when like you explained it, I was like, of course that makes sense, and I'm, I'm glad they already did it.
0: Yeah. So not every game has gonna is gonna have smart delivery, of course. So that's kind of how they're like easing us into the Xbox ex- ex- exclusive games um so you're gonna be able to like if the game has smart delivery on it just know that you can play it on xbox one uh and xbox x so all
2: right so there's a lot of games they showcase we're not gonna go through every one of them but the main one i want to touch on this one the council wars are over guys xbox one here we go exclusivity all these they mentioned so many games are exclusive this one's exclusive Fuck you, Nintendo. Fuck you, PS4. Here we go. Jeez. Tetris. Tetris is exclusive <laughs> for the Xbox. Play with your friends online. Here we go. Let's go, baby.
0: Woo! <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I told the... Because I knew Tetris Effect had already been released. And I was like, what's different about this one? So apparently now they're... Um, just going through my notes here on my... Uh, Whoa, we're all the way. Yeah, okay. So with this one, it's they're gonna optimize a single player, but they're bringing an all new multiplayer. So you're gonna be able to play side by side with your friends online. Which I thought I was like, <laughs> like Matt said, I was like, I didn't even know that's something I wanted. <laughs> uh, but I guess we can play chill and play Tetris. Uh, it's such a I,
2: simple idea, but I I love it for some reason. It's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it, bro.
0: The the thing the thing that got me was I looked up the original release date of Tetris. That's nineteen eighty
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: I I can't imagine being there and imagining Tetris evolving to what it is now. Like this isn't like Tetris effect made by some other company. This is made by the Tetris company. Like imagine that that is the revolutionary leap that has happened if you've played tetris effect i, I recommend you if, if you haven't played it recommend you do it's a beautiful game beautiful soundtrack it's really cool chill um but it's so uh, it's like the flying
2: car of tetris it's a really beautiful game
1: the flying car of tetris
2: i was just joking about it but you went serious there i i appreciate that you're like no no fuck yeah tetris no, Tetris, you know, yeah.
1: Tetris has a huge impact to a lot of people. It's like, uh, isn't it still, like, one of the top-selling games of all time?
2: Yeah, I think so, yeah. And, and that that uh, that original score uh, soundtrack is pretty dope. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little fun fact for everybody that I jotted down. If you watch that trailer again, the first person that they show kind of, like, because like, they're showing everybody having fun, playing Tetris, uh, they're doing, like, this POV version, um, the first person that they show is actually the creator of Tetris, so it's like a salute to him. Oh, cool. So I thought, oh, so I thought nice. that was really, really cool. Um, seeing a smile on his face kind of like, hey, this is my game. Like, like this is where it's come to, so I thought that was really cool. You got that money, baby.
1: <laughs> um, it is interesting, to your point of where this ended up on Xbox, you know, because you think of Tetris being like a bit of a... Uh, like a, like a partnership with Nintendo.
2: Yeah. But, like, I sorry. remember the old NES for it, so yeah to think it's exclusive on Xbox now.
1: Yeah, but it like it definitely existed before Nintendo because I had it on like uh I remember I had this like old word processor computer. Like it was a word processor, it wasn't a computer. Sounds <laughs> it, but it had Was t- it a typewriter? I mean, it was like an early it was yeah, it was a digital typewriter pretty much. But you could play Tetris on it.
0: When when having a mechanical keyboard wasn't an option, basically,
2: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it was the default. Mm -hmm. Uh, so obviously, uh, the main game that they spent the most time on on the showcase was Halo, and they showed some gameplay footage. Uh, one of the few games that got like legit gameplay footage. Uh, what do we think about Halo Infinite, guys? So, I did want to touch on that because I don't know if anybody
0: that if you didn't watch. If you didn't watch the previous release of this trailer, this the intro to Infinite for this showcase was the continuation of the last time they updated us on it. So, like, the first one was, like, this guy's flying out. He discovers, uh, he, uh, you know, he discovers John 117 Master Chief out in space. He brings him in, revives him, and then he's like, all right, we got go to go into this ring, right? And then now they're crashing into the ring. So that's kind of, I thought it was really cool. I like see the continuation of it. Um, like kind of paying respects to the people that have been following them. Like, Hey, remember last time oh, when okay. he like, and so then it's a continuation of that. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was really, uh, even though, like the game demo, it felt familiar. I felt like, it felt like a halo game to me watching the demo. Um, I don't know if that's me being biased, but I really liked it.
2: Uh, Matt, did you ever play any of the other Halo games?
0: So, I I played them
1: not like uh, religious, religiously at all. When Halo was big, in, when it first kind of came out, I was very much on the PlayStation side of the console uh, mm-hmm. wars. So, I didn't get a whole heck of a lot of familiarity with Halo. The only times that I did really play it and I enjoyed this a lot was old like land parties my friends would have with their Xboxes. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an Xbox, so um, a handful of times, you know, one of my friends would actually organize a a land party and everyone would bring their Xbox over, and that was super fun and I really enjoyed that. But I never played through any campaigns for Halo. I'm very loose loosely familiar with the storyline. I do. For, with that being said, though. I do like it. I like the look of it, I like the concept from what I understand of it. I like the world that it exists in. I like the weapons. Um I very much understand the appeal of this game and I I really like it's just nice to like for me in my opinion to to watch a game kind of span decades and have that you know still have those like loyal fans and it's I mean it's it's Halo It's such a it's such a like a imprint of gaming history and it's still Absolutely. going on and it's it's and i don't know i i like it i wish i got into it my ocd like won't let me kind of jump into it now because i'm like well i have to play from the first one or else i won't understand mm-hmm. why everything's so great um i think i mentioned that last last episode too so i'm like bummed out that i didn't get on that train earlier so i don't know maybe i'll watch is, like is, a youtube playthrough of like every game up to this one
2: oh yeah you could do that there's also the master chief collection on the game pass is no, that every is, game pass. is that all of them? Yeah. Except 5, mm-hmm. but 5 is also in the game pass.
1: Okay. So, yeah, how much of fine. my life would I have to dedicate?
2: <laughs> uh, more than you're probably willing to give. Fair ten, answer. Ten, uh,
0: 10 10 hours a game, basically.
1: 10 hours a game? Yep. For what? 5 games?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: 50 hours. Okay. I'll see if I can, you know, carve that out of my day today.
2: <laughs> Uh question for you guys. Is is Halo as important to Xbox as Mario is to Nintendo?
1: Yeah. I'll, to uh, that yeah. Point? Mm-hmm. I'll snap answer that with a yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I think so also. So I, right, I uh, think
0: for, for for me, like Halo uh maybe I'm uh Halo was what put Xbox on the map, I think, to as a serious console. Like like you're talking about first person shooter that's evolved into an MLG like pro gaming leagues and stuff like that. It was one of the first pro games. Like when you Mm -hmm. were, you know, as a kid, you didn't hear call of duty. Like you heard halo, like halo one and two playing by some of the most, you know, um, honored halo players. And then it's just like, um, I feel like they're trying to return to those glory days because I think they got away from them in a little bit. We kind of made other games and started putting our focus on other games, and I think it's them going, okay, we understand Halo was our bread and butter. Let's let's put some more focus on that.
2: Yeah, I'm glad they did because, like, honestly, I, I've played every single Halo, and then I hated 4. 4 wasn't that good to me, and then I didn't even play 5 because I was just so uninterested. So I might go back and play five before Infinite comes out because I definitely want to play Infinite now.
0: I I, I do I do want to touch on really quick as far as like we'll say so if you're getting into the new Halo and you want to get into the new Halo and you're not OCD like Matt where you don't need to play <laughs> every single game before you play to it, all you're missing is basically you know Master Chief was a teenager turned into a super soldier. Um, and he had goals and was very goal-oriented, and that's kind of what brought him his sense of purpose. And he was companioned with an AI. So now, going into Infinite, this AI kind of evolved and turned against humanity. So the only person that he had ever connected with or kind of felt a bond with that could understand him kind of turned his back on him. And now is kind of like the antagonist. So that's kind of the feel that you're getting into going into like H- halo infinite. Cause you're like, he's essentially lost now because no one understands him anymore. And he has mm-hmm. no one to like kind of connect with. So that's where he is in the storyline. It's like, how, how does he overcome? This is what halo infinite will probably be about.
1: Okay. Um, Okay, I I did not know that. Uh, what? So where do like the other like alien races come into play? Because yeah.
0: oh, oh, that's interesting. Because this this is even even some devout Halo fans won't know because <laughs> they, they they're called the Banished, and they're only and this is why I said some, even some devout fans they're only a really big enemy in Halo Two, Halo Wars Two, like and then that's it, and then they're mentioned slightly. Sometimes in the novels, but other than that, they're not in any other games. You're not gonna play Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and be like, Oh, there's the banished. Like, you're not you're not gonna hear about them unless you play Halo Wars 2 or read yeah, a specific novel.
2: That's the bad guy for, for this new one. There was a different alien bad guys for the other games. Huh. So yeah. th- this might be a good starting off point actually, since it's a new villain, if you want to hop into it
1: interesting yeah i mean i'm watching the gameplay now i looked i mean another thing too that i, I didn't even mention is uh, that i i liked from just like a very outside casual player is the like the vehicles to be able to get mm-hmm. into the vehicles that's so fun
2: oh yeah that mm. that's the best riding a ghost riding a warthog
1: yeah for sure
2: all right uh let's move on from halo next game that i want to talk about from the showcase uh everworld Everwild. Wild, <laughs> Ever Wild. Sorry, I can't read my own head right. I,
0: I have man, you know what? I have thoughts about man. I just the whole showcase, man. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go off a little bit on Ever Wild because I told you I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what game it is. Like, <laughs> no, it's so pretty. The artwork it, is it, beautiful. That's that's all it is. Like, even if you go to Ever Rare's website, even they. Don't tell you what the game is about or what it is, like all I wrote down some notes, and all really, the trailer was it's these keywords feel, seek, sense, bonds, light, beyond, stand watch. That's all they all we get told, and they repeat those were keywords and small phrases, like feel, nature, seek adventure, and it's like. That's all they tell us. Like, so that's kind of the th- whole theme of right
2: the I, showcase. I it. it's, it's like I it, it's frustrating for for gamers to be like, what's that? I wanna know more. It's beautiful. But it's also an interesting marketing strategy, I think, because it might get casual people into play, or at least want to check it out. Because I showed it to my girlfriend, the trailer, and she's like, That's gorgeous. You have to get it. I'm like, I I will. I don't know what it is, though. And she's like, I don't care. You're going to play it, and I'm going to watch it, because she's not a gamer at all.
0: If if we're to go through the theme of maybe of what all the other games is, and I've kind of read some comments on this, and it's like, Xbox didn't have really good RPGs, or very many, as compared to, like, PS4, mm-hmm. and I think all these games are like, oh, you want you want RPGs? Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> um so yeah i it looks beautiful i i don't disagree it it was almost frustrating to me as a sweaty try hard to be like what is it is it an open world is it a third person is it an adventure survival um
1: so i have actually i have a question so this is from uh, rare right mm -hmm. and they i mean it's from rare in this and the people that made sea of thieves are are you a bit nervous that it's going to have the same problem that Sea of Thieves had? And by which I mean they presented Sea of Thieves, this amazingly this amazing looking game, um, where it was kind of sold as you can do whatever you you want with your friends, and then you went to play it and like that was true. It's just that there wasn't a lot to do at first, you know? So do you like? Are you nervous that this game is going to come out? It's going to look amazing, and they're going to promise all these things of like real like a- like autonomy as a player, or like this like huge open world concept that it's like uh oh, build your own whatever, and it's it's like it's it's too vast or it's like too open ended and there's not enough like direction or things to do.
2: And people a- hate Sea of Thieves? Because I played it and I was like I'm bored after like two hours, but I have a f- lot of friends who still play it now
0: i i I tried sea of thieves um when it first started, and I played a while like I didn't just play a little bit and quit I played for a little bit, and then I was just like I kind of came to the realization and it was like this is it, like wow, that's not a lot to do like all I have it became just um uh, like search missions and like uh, hey, go get ten chickens from this one island and come back. And hope you don't get attacked. And if you make it back, (laughs) here's a bunch of gold. And that's all it was for a while. And then after, like, a year, they're like, oh, we're revamping the whole thing. There's going to be better PvP. And that's when I saw a lot of more people jump to it. And, like, that's where I feel like a lot of the player base was, like, came from. It's like, hey, they finally updated. Same thing like No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky was absolute garbage when it first came out. But then it was like, if you just gave it a year or two more, you would see that it was a really good game. I was like, okay, well, a bunch of other games came out by the time that No Man's Sky was eventually good. And um, there's another game that does this. I don't want to go too much into it. It's called uh, um, Grounded that they also announced on Xbox. And I just wanted to touch up on that a little bit because they, on the 23rd of July, they said... Game is still in progress. Um, hold on. What are, the, what are the words that they exactly use? They said... Grounded. 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 Um, They said the game is still in progress. Where am I at?
1: Uh, from uh, Obsidian?
0: Uh, yeah, from Obsidian. It says it's, uh, on the 23rd, they said game is unfinished and in work in progress. I said, oh, sweet. It looks really good for a game work in progress. It was released on the twenty-eighth of July, five days later.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. They uh on the grounded.obsidian.net site, it's like a July 30th entry update from Steam Players on Windows 7. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. That's what it says. Update from Steam Players on Windows 7. Hello everyone. We're still working on finding resolutions for all of the issues reported. <laughs>
0: it's like yeah. Now, and, and that's the thing that I wanted to touch upon because that it's really uh, interesting that you bring it up it's like hey e, are you afraid that it'll be basically an unfinished game ever while when it comes out yeah because there's so many other companies that are doing it it's like unfinished game work in progress on the twenty third we're releasing it on twenty eighth that to me doesn't say that to me says hey i hope I hope you're ready to play this game for a while while we work on it it's like what it's like, it's just like a Glorified like alpha version. You know
1: who I. You know who I partly blame for that. And like I've said this, I've been saying this for years. Battlegrounds. Yes, because they struck gold with this like unfinished release, right? And like everything that was wrong with it, they were just like (laughs) they were literally like like shoveling money from a dump truck into their pocket. And somebody be like, "Hey, this doesn't work." They're like, "Yeah, we know it's an unreleased game." And then like that was it. And we're like, um, "Or like an unfinished game or, or whatever." And I it made me nervous that games were going to start releasing early in hopes that it would incentivize like like they would catch fire like monetarily and it would, you know, either buy them time to finish it or, you know, be okay with never finishing it because they already made their money from it, or what have you. And now we kind of live in this world where, like you know, Carlos is saying where we are we are reasonably nervous for games to be released when they're not finished.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. that. I was gonna say PUBG is the one that kind of started that because you're you're paying them to play the beta basically, and then yeah, like they can just say, oh yeah, we're not gonna finish because like God, how long was PUBG in? quote unquote unfinished like
1: a while a long it had it had tournaments it had had like everything that a finished game would have like i remember that year that it came out at at pax east because i live in boston so i go to pax east every year and uh it like the footprint for PUBG was insane and i'm like isn't this game not finished but no one no one gave a shit everyone was just about it everyone had fucking was walking around with like pots on their heads for their cosplay
0: yeah, yeah, and and that uh, that's one of the things that kind of like got me with uh, with grounded going back to Everwild. It's like, what, what do you what do you mean unfinished on the twenty third, and you're releasing it on twenty eighth, <laughs> calling it a preview version? What? Yeah, that's and, I don't and, like uh, that. And if you look at the reviews, that's what it is. And they all all they said it has potential. It mm-hmm. it just depends on where it goes. But the story is really short right now, so there's not a lot to do. Um, so hopefully they continue working on it. And I'm like, what? I, I don't fucking
2: get it. It's, uh, admittedly, it kind of I'm probably still going to download Grounded if it's on the game pass right now, because. Oh yeah. If it, you like
0: it, if games like Rusted, Honey, Ark, yeah. Conan Exiles, Grounded is for you. Get it. Absolutely. I mean,
2: it looks like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So I'm like, yeah, all <laughs> right, you got me. That was my favorite movie as a kid. You got me.
1: Oh, that poor ant.
2: Oh, I know. I love ants. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have an ant colony. All right. Anyways, not getting into that. Um, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> wanted to uh, backtrack really quick. I forgot to mention this in Halo. Uh, multiplayer is gonna be free to play. They announced that the other That's day. That's
1: right. Yeah. So does that mean like um, you can just? Does the game will be free for download? You essentially you pay for the campaign, but everything else multiplayer wise is just free.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
2: I believe so. That's what uh, the latest Call of Duty just did.
0: Oh, okay. The I'd the know. battle royale. If it was any other game, I I would be worried because Call of Duty did the same thing. But what Call of Duty did is that they did that with a free multiplayer and they did a paid campaign. But then they put less effort into the campaign than they did the multiplayer. Um, And I was really disappointed about that because there's people I was like, what? I'm paying for like this is if I'm paying for it, that should be the thing that you're putting your most effort into. Right. But it almost felt like, oh, pay for the campaign so we can make the multiplayer better. And I'm like, what? Uh, So, but if it was any other game, I really I'm I'm confident that three four, yeah, I trust Halo three four three Industries. Yeah, I I trust them enough to that they will put the I think an equal amount of team teamwork into multiplayer and the campaign so i'm not scared about that
2: yeah i just wanted to bring that up that was just announced like literally a day or two ago um continuing on with the showcase uh what do you have on avowed carlos
0: uh avowed not a lot but basically i wanted to talk to you about it because i know you're a big obsidian like um fanboy yeah, fanboy, you know, you have multiple I know you we've talked about your hours and hours on uh what is this last game? I don't I don't, I don't know the what's the last game Obsidian made? Uh uh Skyrim, Skyrim. Yeah,
2: a little uh, a little game called Skyrim? Yeah.
0: Yeah, just a tiny <laughs> tiny, you know, indie game called Skyrim. But I actually wanted to talk to you about it because a lot of the keywords that Matt Booty, I wanted I wanted to actually yes, say that name. That name. Matt <laughs> Booty Head
2: of Xbox Game Studios. Uh, Now, that's a game... That's a name that when you're like seven, it's the worst name in the world. But when you're like 27, it's the best name in the world. Absolutely. (laughs) But some
0: of the key words that he used... I was really interested Because I'm not a... I'd never played Skyrim, I, I told you. I, I was almost like a person with two left feet when it came with Skyrim, um, just because it was my first game with that kind of style to it. But some of the keywords he used is Obsidian at their best. Oh, that's Built right, from the that. ground up, and it takes advantage of the full power of the Xbox a Series X. I, I heard the Obsidian at their best, and knowing how big of a Sky, uh, Skyrim was to some people, or even to you, what is that what does that mean to you? Like what is obsidian at their best? Uh what are those kind
2: of like conjure up feelings or thoughts in into you about about what about might be? So hang on here. As much of a fan as I am of Skyrim, I thought Bethesda made Skyrim, not Obsidian. Oh uh, did they? Yeah, it's Bethesda. Man. Uh Obsidian okay. did uh uh Fallout New Vegas, I believe. Yes.
0: Okay, I'm thinking of the wrong company then.
2: Yes, yes, you are. So that's why I was confused. I'm like, that's how bit, that's
0: how much I know about Skyrim, guys. <laughs> so that's that's how I I'm all I completely left field. But anyway, uh, so. I'm
2: still excited. It looks good. Um, Fallout New Vegas is a really good game. They did Outer Worlds too, I believe. Uh, is is good. there
0: something that you wish that maybe that you wish Maybe that would change from Skyrim, even if it's not the same company. Like
2: a has to
0: do this. If you get to swing to a compete. sword.
2: You get to swing a sword and you do magic. I'm in. Uh, you got me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it kind of checks off your boxes, huh? Uh,
2: those are the boxes. <laughs> yes. Can you swing sword magic? Yes. You got <laughs> me. Witcher? Alright, yeah, I'll play that. You know, any game with a sword and magic, I'm I'm hook line and sinker.
1: It does look it does look uh pretty sweet <laughs> i'm watching the the trailer um it does look very very uh immersive
2: mm-hmm. um now you played a little bit of outer worlds right matt
1: yeah i'm actually still playing it i actually just picked it back up uh recently because uh the my cat the catalyst for me wanting to play outer worlds was i'll reference in the reference it again <laughs> my ocd of like I felt like I've missed out on so many games. Like I don't have like a like a game like that right now where I can be excited about like sequels or anything like that. And Outer Worlds to me was like a game that I'd be really interested in playing and I, I really enjoy it so I'm playing it now. I still haven't finished it. It's not that long of a game, so I, I don't expect to be uh taking too long, but I yeah, I see that there's a uh a DLC, the Paralong Gorgon. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I didn't watch the trailer for it yet because I don't want to accidentally spoil something for the game I'm playing now.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I'll say this with the trailer. They did like an announcer, like an old timey, like 1940s, like, yeah, newscaster. So that alone was entertaining.
1: Have you played Outer Worlds at all? Either of you?
2: For about two hours. Okay. I, I, I did not.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's fun. It's a good looking game. Um, mm-hmm the the comedy's pretty good in it um i like the uh, the uh the play on like a uh, future consumerism <laughs> just like dominates mm-hmm. everything which i i am 100% uh on board with i love consumerism <laughs> i'm a big fan of it i like consuming <laughs> things i like uh
2: must consume
1: i yeah absolutely so it's a it's a very fun game so i'm excited that this um that they're continuing on with it and it it's it looks like it's shaping up to be what i was hoping it would be and by that i mean like a game that's going to kind of go on where i can play along with it in 5 years from now when they announce something big with it i'm like oh my god cool and i know why this is important cuz i played since game 1
0: <laughs> hey. well also if you are when you do finish it and you get Peril and gorgon it is 10% off for gold game pass member so um, you have that to look forward Fine, to. I'll
1: get the game right, pass. Just,
2: just <laughs> download it now. Just gonna, or sign up for it now. I just might. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. We're a little stretched on time. Uh, another game I want to touch on really quick. Do you have anything on the new Warhammer game, Carlos?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, we have Warhammer coming out with our new Dark Tide. Uh, for those of you that don't know, kind of like Warhammer. They did. They do. They have their studio called Fat Shark, and they produced uh, Mm *Vermin Tide* two back in 2018. And that and think of that like as a 3D like World of Warcraft. Like that's I looked at the game of gameplay footage, and it's it looks like a 3D World of Warcraft, basically. So, is it a Um,
2: hack and slash?
0: Uh, it's yeah. Basically, you, you have you can use your abilities. You can have different types of like characters, and then you go through and kind of like you can go with your friends and yeah it's okay. yeah if you' ever seen world I, I, it's re, it was really really similar to world of Warcraft I was like huh that's kind of interesting um, well I I've, but I've
2: never played uh Warhammer the tabletop game I've but I've watched people play and it's fascinating it, I
0: don't know how people have the mental capacity to be like military generals basically like moving troops across like a battlefield like that I'm just like I don't know. It it looks like so
2: much fun, but so much money goes into it. Oh, good Lord. I I don't know. But yeah, I've watched YouTube videos and I just watch like an hour long game of someone. And it's like, this is fascinating.
0: Yeah. I used to play a game, much smaller game called uh, uh, War War Machine and Hordes, Uh, War Machines and Hordes. Uh, and so much money, like it was a lot, a lot of money. It's like, oh, you want that figure? Yeah, that's uh seventy-five dollars for that just one, and then yeah. you got to paint it. I was gonna
1: say, and you got to paint it.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like, what if I give you eighty dollars and you paint it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's what it is right there. <laughs> just yeah. pay someone to do it. All right. Uh, and then uh, the other game I want to talk about. Um, I have two more games I want to talk about. I want to talk about Medium and Fable. So, Carlos, you were the main one to do the research. What do you have on those two games? So, medium, me, I, okay. So, medium is um, really interesting
0: because uh, if you're into the whole indie gaming world, they had been uh, they had done a uh, I forget well, who did it, but they had done a competition where um, you played on the effect that it was 2D and 3D. You had to use them somehow in your game. And a lot of people started doing, like, hey, you flip this button and you switch to 3D. You flip this button and you switch to 2D. And it's not a revolutionary kind of, like, mechanic. But what I really liked about Medium, and it reminded me of all these games, was that, like, it's two different games inside of each other. Because as, I guess, the normal person, uh, as one of the characters in one of the modes, you don't see, like, you see, like, a hall, and it's just empty. And then you switch over to this other mode, and then you see, like, demons and stuff inside of it. So, like, there's different ways to approach different scenarios, and I really like okay. that kind of play on the mechanic because it could make things really interesting as far as, like, oh, do I need to be in this mode, or would it be better even if it's scary? Because the because Medium makes horror games. Uh, what is the studio... Uh, blue, uh, blueber team, blueber team makes horror games. So they made layers of fear VR. So they're, they're not, they're veterans of the horror genre. So if you're into those kind of horror, like jump, uh, jump scares, like just kind of like, uh, Outlast and things like that, this is the game for you. It doesn't have a release date, but it is a console launch exclusive. So the medium plays on that fact of it's like, you have two sides of the coin, you know, two sides of the same coin. So it's kind of okay. interesting to see the gameplay of that. Did you see the gameplay, Matt? Yeah, I'm watching it now. Um,
2: yeah, I and, know but, on the top five of death that I guessed it on. Uh, you said you wanted to play a horror game. This one looks like a good horror game to me.
1: Yeah, you know what horror game I really like that I, I don't think got like uh, the recognition that it deserved was. Um, <laughs> what. Why do I bother talking if I can't immediately remember what the hell, like the title <laughs> I want to say? He says th-
2: the game that the one you know. <laughs> oh, God. Help me out, guys. It's not Fortnite.
1: It's not. It's never Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is
0: that should be our first guess every time.
1: I mean, <sighs> Jesus
0: Christ! I, I like
1: I don't even know how to like explain it.
0: <laughs>
1: but, is um, it the
2: Jason game you talked about last game?
1: No, 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 no. It, it's it, it was a newer game. It had a sequel to it. The cover. Oh, it's like um. Oh god! The cover was like a face screaming and there was like barbed wire on its mouth.
2: Oh, it what? sounds like Outlast, maybe?
1: No, it's not Outlast because I remember that one. <laughs> um, I'm so mad! I'm so mad! Oh, I- Evil Within—that's what it is. Oh, okay, okay. I wanted to say like The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, I know it's not that. I would love an Exorcist game, but uh, no, the Evil Within. Um, uh, that game was fun and uh, it was it was it was it was dark. Um. But, yeah, the uh, medium. Looking at it now, it looks it looks fun. It might be a little. Um, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel. Sometimes, like uh, like paranormal games, I think are a bit like um, similar. You know what I mean? Oh, to yeah, each other. Yeah. I I am I, I, afraid of that sometimes. So there's I only
0: think, so much you can do with
2: yeah, paranormal.
1: Exactly. Pretty much. Um, I totally agree. So I get a but little.
2: You're you're a big horror fan, Matt. Like. Oh, Can you Put fan. that same logic towards horror movies. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. But that's why I, I really enjoy uh, ones that are like different. Like, um, uh, it follows. I thought was great. You know, because it was so different. Um, in my opinion, I haven't seen that one. Oh Jesus Christ! Get get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Um, I did have a question that I wanted to pose to you because you mentioned uh, layers of fear VR. During the Xbox showcase did did they ever mention a VR component that like similar to PlayStation VR? Mm. Or is it okay. because it's both Microsoft they just assume that you'll you'll play on a PC?
0: Yeah, th- there was a lot of push for like this game is also available on PC, like <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> Yeah even, the exclusives. Like, yeah, even some of the exclusives are like Windows PC as well. I was just like,
1: do you think that's like a, a smart move or do you think like Xbox is missing out on the VR, you know, up and coming I games?
2: I think they're gun shy because the Kinect burned them so hard because like they pushed the Kinect really hard and then no one's like, everyone's like, no, we don't want this. So I think maybe they want to like just slowly go into VR, if not at all. So I think they're gun shy.
1: I feel like it's just like it's it's one it's it's so much more expensive to have a PC that is capable of good VR versus like if 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 you're like a consumer and you're like a little bit more than interested in video games and you sat down at like a Best Buy and you're like hey what's the difference between the Xbox Series X and the new Play- in PlayStation 5 and they're like this 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 uh and you could get a VR for ps5 um but you can't get a vr for xbox yeah i would be like well, i guess i'll go with the ps5 because i'm kind of interested in vr and if i can just pay a little like a couple hundred dollars more and have it great
0: yeah because if you think because i've been thinking about getting a vr headset for my pc and as a not casual gamer it's the bills coming out to be or it would come out to be almost like two grand for the whole shebang, like if you just want the if you just want the headset, okay, cool. That's like seven hundred dollars, six hundred, seven hundred dollars. Uh, but then you got to think I wear glasses, so I got to get special lenses. That's another hundred, two hundred dollars. Oh, I want to uh, not look like a robot while I play my games. I got to get the full body. So the full body's full body tracking is like three hundred, four hundred dollars, and it's just like. And then you gotta have space for it, but yeah. So I see the appeal of the, like the PS5 VR. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. like it,
1: it's just like an easy way to get into it versus like everything else. Like I I built a P, I built my my gaming PC like kind of I wanted it optimized for everything, but my, my main goal for getting the PC was because I wanted to play VR games at like you know the highest level I could. And yeah, my my PC is like thirty six hundred dollars. It doesn't need Ooh. to be no, but. Like I wanted to like kind of future proof it and do that, but if I was, if if I was in a different scenario and I wanted to get into VR and like my funds weren't like the way they are now, I would be like, I'll get a PlayStation and then get a, a PSVR. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's definitely something they could be missing out on. Now that you mentioned that. All right, real quick, Fable. What do you got on Fable? I don't know got- shit about Fable. <laughs> I got a lot on Fable.
0: Uh, Oof. So, well, one of so one of the things that uh, Playground Games has uh, already tweeted, and they said, "Hey, look, it's a new beginning to the Legendary franchise." So that makes me think that this is not a continuation of the Fable series, but they're going back to the roots, the Fable One, and remaking that from the ground up, all new graphics, all of the new kinds of things. Right. So I, I looked at the Playground Games like of course what other games did they make um the most recent game that playground makes uh games made was forza horizon 4 uh, <laughs> 2018 right. so i was i was like okay um, i mean forza horizon 4 like all forza games is a very pretty game um so on the graphic side i'm confident but i'm just like that's not fable um uh, mm-hmm. but originally uh if you're thinking, and people are like, oh, it's been so many years since 2005, I think, 2005, 2004, since Fable came out. Um, it's actually not been that long uh, since a Fable game has released. It's actually been 2012. And it's funny that you brought up the Connect because it was Fable, the journey, and it was on the Kinect. Uh, <laughs> and that came out in 2012. So it's not, it's not like... We haven't had a Fable game in a long time. It's just last one we had, it was kind of uh,
2: half. Uh, I mean, eight years is a long time of gaming.
0: Yeah. Um, so that that was the last one, 2012. Um, but it's going to be exclusive for Xbox Series X and Windows 10. So that's a, a thing. And also, I thought it was really interesting. One of the original studios for uh, Fable... Um, back all the way, to two thousand four. Ro- uh, RoboSoft helped uh, make uh, Lego Batman. Um, Hell yeah, the, the video game. So, uh, and that was in two thousand eight. So, uh, so this that- is a,
2: a new a new thing they're doing. Like it's it's ground up new game. Yeah, it, it's like I've never. You remember the a old fable. one? Get out, yeah, of, here. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Get so out of here. Okay, so I can jump in here. I've never played another Fable. You think I can jump yeah. in on this one?
0: Yeah, you can. You can jump in on this one. It's um. It's like uh I remember it being, oh, man, I remember it. if you like magic and mages and things like that, this is a game for you. I remember it being like a can third you swing person. A sword? Uh, can you swing a sword? I don't remember that you could. I think it was a lot magic based. Um, I don't want it then. <laughs> I don't want it then. He's like, it just, it was missing one thing. Um But yeah, it's one of these games that you can get really into. And they saved it for the end because it has a lot of like devout fans. It's almost like if you... Mm think of your half-life two people it was like we need another fable game it's like you know old man yelling at cloud kind of thing <laughs> um, so uh, I'm glad that the, they'll be revisiting hopefully introducing a brand new generation into the fable fable universe
2: okay cool
1: yeah I've, uh, I've known about the game I know it has like a big fan base and people like sweat it real hard I, I've never I don't know anything about it I all I the only thing I know about it is what I've deduced from the name Fable, and that's it. Same. And I don't think I'm that far off, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and like, if you're interested in gameplay and things like that, just look up the original 2004 version and just be like, imagine this, but with all new graphics and better, you know, scenery and things like that. So, kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay. Sweet.
2: So. Uh, moving on from showcase, a uh, lot of good things, uh, pluses. Enjoy, really like this. Could be on the Game Pass. A lot of good games coming out. I felt like it was really, it's like an hour long, really quick. So I kind of missed having the E3 experience of them coming out and saying, "Here's what we love about it," and the crowd going like, "Fuck yeah!" or "No, fuck no." <laughs> Were there so, any
1: like fuck nos? Um, like um, what was that freaking famous flop? The announcement of what Diablo Mobile. <laughs>
0: i i i think if 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 there had to be a downside to the showcase um not to t- talk shit on uh the uh uh the studio behind uh what was it um, they had a whole little section of it and i felt like i felt like they were bringing in like hey you too buddy like we'll give you a <laughs> slot uh where is this at I had a it had a whole section that oh interior night, um, Carolyn Marshall kind of like introduced it and it was like, it's our first game. Uh, it's it's a brand new studio, um, interior night, and they're making like a interactive like story storytelling. Like it's just more about the story than it is anything else. It's like. Hey, find this clue and learn more about the story kind of thing until you're you know, you make your way through all the stories and stuff like that. So I think that there was any downside of the showcase. I just thought it was that and then because it was like like uh Microsoft just kinda like
2: saying like, alright, we'll give you a spot, here you go. Mm. Like My only downside, not enough gameplay stuff, just all kind of teaser trailers.
0: The the thing I think I wanted to add about that was I thought it was really like, if you pay attention to the to the showcase and you watch it back, it almost felt like, hey, "Here's our game," and then Xbox was like in the back, "Yeah, we helped make that with Xbox <laughs> X." Hello, we, hello. We, it's like, yeah, look look at how beautiful this game looks, and then you hear Xbox X in the back, "Yeah, because of me, because of, <laughs> I, I did that." They're able to do that because of me. Like, Hell yeah, I love them and, flexing. Uh, Yeah, and it just felt like that the whole time. It was like, it's uh, design, we're able to make brand new games and interactive storytelling and all new worlds that look beautiful, and it's like, all powered by Xbox Series X. I'm like, oh, okay, (laughs) I guess your studio was incapable of doing these things, unless it was Xbox Series X. So I just felt like that the whole time.
1: Yeah, I'm pumped on the uh, new consoles.
2: Yeah, I am, too. All right. uh, Moving on to a more serious matter. Um, Mental health and gaming is something that's really taking uh, more light, getting more notice uh, with toxicity and just overall mental health of everyone who games. And I know Carlos takes this very personal. Also, he wanted to go into uh, a little uh, section uh, detailing that and how to get help and everything. So, Carlos, you have the floor.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So a lot of uh, uh, when you said it comes more to light, I feel like it has been over the last few years because I hear a lot of more of my friends around my age kind of like talking about like, hey, I just need a break. Like I need a break from Overwatch or I need a break from just gaming in general. It's just taking a really big mental toll on me and about just people being really open about it. And I thought it was really interesting uh, because it is something that does affect me personally. And, you know, you go as a community, how can we help? How can we do things like that? And it's um because we had a serious situation in the community, and we've had many more like it, unfortunately, uh, where Recful from, um, if you know him, Twitch streamer, you know, he played World of Warcraft, Asheron's Call, Hearthstone, you know, died at the age of thir- uh, 31, a grown-ass gamer like a lot of us. Um, age of 31, uh, death, uh, death by suicide. And he suffered a lot from bipolar type two disorder. And it's something that just kind of like you hear his conversations cause they're, I'll go into it, but you hear his conversations that about how he just didn't feel like he, he amounted to anything. And this is a person that was had accolades and had, uh, he was well known around his community and it's almost like, you you think about, you know, people, ordinary people that don't have the spotlight that he does that are struggling through these kinds of things. So, um, a while back, uh, thing um, Dr. K- Kenogia, um, Dr. K, most known affectionately, um, started this thing called Healthy Gamer GG. Um, you can look him up on their website, healthygamer.gg. Um, Twitch, same same name. Twitter, they're all the same healthygamer.gg and he started um he's a psychologist or he helps you know he has um he's a doctor of psychology he has uh knowledge in applied uh neuroscience and he, he's this really smart guy and he started reaching out to personalities in the Twitch community so he he's talked with xqc and while he can't offer any uh, like professional help over the internet he kind of helps them kind of like work through these issues um he's talked with pokimane he's talked with myth he's talked with a lot of big name personalities and it was just like what do we want to talk about and it's he's talked about depression bipolar disorder he's talked about um laziness he's talked about procrastination and but what the thing is that healthy is made by gamers for gamers because a lot of the times when you go to psychology um a lot of people don't understand where you're coming as, as a gamer um, because it's almost like a different world. Um, It's our own little world where we live in for like gaming and we think differently sometimes. And it's just he, Dr. K felt like his, and he said this himself, he felt like his peers around him almost put the gaming community on uh, like the, uh, the back burner or like they didn't really think about it um, there was there's barely any research done around the mental health of gamers um, so he has a lot of conversations um, he had a, like three separate conversations with uh, Byron Reckful, um and they were all like two three hours long and you can check those out on YouTube you know you search Byron and Dr. K but he goes into like Byron feeling like he has no purpose in life um, he talks about how he felt, he feels highs and then he feels lows when those, you know, highs aren't there anymore. And I felt kind of connected to that with myself. And it's just like, you know, if you need help and if you need assistance going through some of these things, you can go to their website, healthygamer.gg. They started training counselors. Um, so because, you know, he's just one person. So he started training counselors to help you legitimately, um, and they're trained and, like, they're gamers just like us, you know. When um, the unfortunate death of Wreckful happened, uh, one of the things that kind of put Dr. K's, um, kind of summed up Dr. K was he, he used this phrase that, like, he had a 100 HP, and when Byron died, he lost 80 of it. So that's, I thought that that was a really interesting way to kind of, like, put, his feelings for uh, a wider audience of gamers to kind of understand. You're like, Oh, I know what it is to tank that much damage and what it feels like in game. You're feeling like this IRL. So I can more uh, personally connect to it because I understand that lingo. Um, Whereas to you call the suicide hotline, you might be there for, as for a personal experience, you might be there, 10 12 minutes before you get to talk to a person and then even then, then then you can't really connect with them because they don't really know how you behave sometimes your video games are used that like against you they're like oh you feel like this because of video games And i'm like no i use my video games to escape um so if you really need help or if you just need a a kick in the right direction, a push in the right direction, whatever it is that you may need, I really recommend going to healthygamer.gg, whether it is on Twitch, on um, on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you need them to find them, they're there, and then they offer, like, help and counseling and things like that that you can reach out to. You can join their Discord, all, th- all these kinds of things, and it's, like I said, healthygamer.gg is made by gamers for gamers, so... Check them out. There's huh. a lot of a lot of great information on them. All
2: right, again, that's HealthyGamers.gg. Thank you so much, Carlos. I know that means a lot to myself, yourself, uh, and a lot of other gamers out there. So appreciate that information there. All right, so moving on to uh, a more lighter subject, Matt. You have a game for us today.
1: I do. I feel like this is going to be become my my thing. But I think I think you're working on a game yourself that uh, you might you might take the reins, but. Uh, so this week the uh, our little uh, we need like a a name for this like goofy ending segment like uh like the cherry on top or or something like that something better than that.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> feel like, I'm, like tr- I'm trying to like bo- seduce people. Bo- bonus level.
1: or a bonus level. Yeah. You're like ah oh, the cherry on top. Everyone, get ready. Open your <laughs> oh. mouth.
0: <laughs> oh. <Ooh. laughs> uh, as so long as it's not a Marciano cherry. Oh, you don't like those? No, 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 no. <sighs> Carlos. <laughs> I just let down a bunch of people. Uh, the whole, everyone
1: was on board with their show until right now. Um, no, so this week I wanted to do a kind of like a name that tune or guess that tune with some iconic video game music. And this could be like a recurring segment. So I'm I'm, I'm keeping everything to uh, the original Nintendo for right now. So I got, I got some songs here all queued up and I want to know if you can recognize these these games from from the soundtrack, I think they're iconic. I personally think that I could get these games, except for maybe like maybe one or two of them uh, from the music. But we can start off easy, so it's no buzzer, you know, there's no points, there's no like stakes. But if you're wrong, I mean, I'll just you know tear you the, apart. The-
2: in the Facebook group, Make Fun Network, that they, they can flame us in the in the comments. Yeah, you there. can
1: flame the hell of us. Yeah, definitely go to Make Fun Network or, or look us up. Uh, look up Make Fun Network on Facebook and become a fun butt. and you can you can definitely uh, flame us there or or whatever you want or you know oh congratulate boy. us.
0: No pressure.
1: No pressure. Uh, I'll, we'll start off easy, okay? So if you know what this one is, you know, just, uh, just let me know.
2: Uh, that's Zelda. There
1: you go. There you go. That is Zelda. You like this music?
2: Uh, you know, uh, confession. I've only played one Zelda game ever. Was it, and was it, it Ocarina was, of Time? It was the original in the NES. Really? And I, I was like six, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing.
1: You never played Ocarina of Time?
2: Nope. Wow.
0: It's on my list? That's a good one, too. See, see the thing with Zelda music is it sounds nice if you're just like listening to it. But when you're stuck in a in like the, the same dungeon, temple. in the same dungeon for an hour or two, and y'all hear dun 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 dun, 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 dun <laughs> I'm like, it's been two hours since I've been stuck here. I'm tired of the soundtrack. <laughs> um,
1: all right, so here's one um, from something that actually got brought up uh, today already. I already had it queued up. Just uh, just happened to.
2: Oh, I know that. Fuck. Oh my god, uh, it's right there. there. What? What is, is it Mario? What No. Nope. No, what is it? Oh my god, hang on. Burger Mama.
1: <laughs> Burger Time? No.
0: No, ah. Burger oh, Mama? It's, what the oh, hell's oh, Burger god. Mama? I'm embarrassed that I don't know, but it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs>
1: I'll give you a hint. We talked about it. We talked about a new version of this game already today.
2: Tetris. Fable.
0: Tetris.
1: Fable. Oh, that is t-
2: oh my god, ah! I'm a fucking new oh Logan, <gasps> Fable?
1: fable you think this music
2: oh my god when i mentioned the soundtrack for tetris that was in my head like yeah that's a dope and then oh my god i'm like fro i can't perform under pressure
1: oh my (laughs) god apparently not (laughs) jesus fable
2: wow all right i i
0: was like wow i'm oh man
1: i can't believe you said fable all right here's a here's one um
0: Uh, is that... Uh,
1: uh, oh, you almost said it. I almost pu- heard you say pu- uh, it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're so punch close. Punch Out? Yep. Mike Tyson's yeah. Punch Out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this song gets me pumped. Sometimes I'll put like uh, yeah. the song when I go out for a run, which is never, by the way. I'm not trying to make it sound <laughs> like I do any physical activity. But I'll be like, hell yeah. So I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm going to go running. I'm going to get ready gonna for a, a fight. Wall. I'm going to punch a
0: wall. Oh, man. I just got me thinking of just like all these old school like games like... I remember, I remember being like, "Why do I know this like f- five second little bit?" And it's because it just gets played over and over. And it's like you play the game religiously
2: now. All right, so let's move up if a little made, difficulty. Yeah, go ahead. If you made a soundtrack for like your workout and you put the Mortal Kombat theme song and that, like you run in like twelve miles, no problem.
1: Yeah, I'd be ripped like a movie ticket by the end of that. <laughs> um, all right, so here's what, I'm going to step up the difficulty a little bit. You should still get these, but. If you don't, it's a little bit more understandable. Is that F-Zero? No. That's a good guess, though. It's not any similar to F-Zero, though, as a game.
2: <laughs> I don't know oh, it. No, I don't know anything. This is
1: Mega Man, baby.
2: Well, we discussed wow. last time. I don't pl- I've never played Mega Man.
1: Yeah, I don't care.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you should have known
1: it. You should have known it. Uh, all right, how about this one?
2: Oh, I like that.
1: This song rips.
2: I'm just trying out this over song? here.
1: This is the uh, overworld music to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game for Nintendo.
2: Oh, all wow. right. Not Turtles in Time.
1: No, not okay. Turtles in Time. Um, here's one. Let's see. Let's see.
2: That was a fucking bop,
1: dude. That one is a bop. How about this it is one? A bop. Is that Mario? No. <laughs> Every Fortnite? Fortnite? It's not. It's never Fortnite. <laughs> this is a game that I hold near and dear to my heart, and I don't even know if you guys will even know what it is. Well, you, you probably should. It's uh, it's Paperboy.
0: Oh. Uh, you what? ever played
1: You ever play Paperboy? No. Oh, Carlos, come on, get on that. That game fucking rules. It's exactly what you think it is. You are a paper boy delivering papers, and there's like obstacles and crazy shit happens. Oh, so. Yeah, I
2: remember, even though he's a grown ass gamer, he is like nine years younger than you. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> um, all right, here's one you should definitely get because we didn't talk about it on the show, but somebody wanted to talk about it on the show. Hunt.
0: That's Battletoads, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's Battletoads. Hey, I, 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 as soon as... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, here's one that rips right here. Oh, let me start from the beginning. There we go. I think oh, the God. music might be more popular than the game. <laughs>
2: What's that game with the little knight? Your shovel knight? No, this is from Nintendo. Not <laughs> shovel Nintendo knight was Nintendo.
1: Too. No, it wasn't. It was an eight bit game. It was never originally on Nintendo. Shovel knight?
2: I'm pretty sure it was on Nintendo.
1: I'm pretty sure that it was just an eight bit new game.
2: It- oh it- no 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 no! C- castle castle knight castle shovel shovel castle. What's he's in fucking one of the new Smash games? Ah. <laughs> uh. He throws javelins all right I'm, I'm oh the guy it. from
1: ghosts and goblins yeah yeah not that no okay. but in uh, I'll give you I'll give you this one this is some 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 sick music right here you can but guess what was one? that what
2: was that music oh
1: that was in. uh contra
2: wow wow <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
0: contra I'm, I'm upset I didn't know it because I played it religiously <laughs> I was like what game is that I was just like oh yeah
1: wow here's a, here's a fan favorite of mine dragons nope are you talking about double dragon
2: double dragon twin, <laughs> <It's> twin dragons twin dragons <laughs> this is
1: my favorite thing is just listening to you just completely botch names of games yeah Nope. but this I is from a it. this one this is from a franchise of a game that spanned a lot of consoles
2: it spanned a lot of consoles yeah is it a fighting game
1: nope it's a side scroller
2: Banjo Kazooie?
1: No. It is Castlevania. Ah. Um. So those are all I had. I do want to play something for you, though. Do you guys like uh? Do you guys like like uh like metal at all or music of that kind of genre? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you I ever mean, heard But yeah.
1: Have you ever heard of Vomitron? No. Uh, have you heard of Power Glove?
2: Like the Nintendo e- Power Glove?
1: The ban- yes, but the band Power Glove.
2: <laughs> That's what I
0: thought. <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: no. Um, so there are two bands. Power Glove is much more well known than Vomitron, uh, but they play metal versions of like old game soundtracks. And Vomitron was a- I one actually listened to first, and they fucking rule so hard. So you remember that Contra theme? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how awesome it would be if somebody played it as a metal version? Because if you want to, this is what it will sound like. Oh, damn. Dude, it rips. So that's Contra. They have this that Castlevania song I just played for you. Right here. Is
2: that the turtle song?
1: No, that was Castlevania, but don't worry. Oh, they do have a turtle song. Don't you worry about it. Feed me, baby bird. You want to hear that turtle song? Teenage Mutant Turtles right here. If I skip ahead, it goes to that next level. I'll show up. Hold on. Now it's
2: like the- oh, here we go. There it is. Oh my god, that's awesome!
1: So, like, Vomitron will play like they'll do like a five-minute song, and they'll just play through like six levels of music. So it's not like just one song; they'll actually like play through the whole game and oh, like change cool. it up. Yeah, that's fucking if you're into like game music or like especially old, you know, grown ass gamer games that you remember, Vomitron and uh and Power Glove are two bands that you should definitely uh check out for sure. Because like Hell yeah. Power Glove, they do some sick versions of stuff too. Like uh I'll just play you one for Power Glove. Have you ever heard uh you ever listen to um, Kirby? You ever play Kirby? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Kirby. This song fucking rules. Yeah! Oh, hell yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome. But yeah, Power that's Glove, awesome. Dramatron, check it out. But that's my game, and uh, I think you guys did like a 50-50, guessing I'm good.
2: Every game's Fortnite. Like, every, every game.
1: Time. One of these games I'm going to do is going to be, is it Fortnite? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Is and, it Fortnite or not.
1: And it, you, you should win that game essentially because it's never Fortnite.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. That's our show grown ass gamers episode. Duh, uh, Matt, where can they find you? You can
1: find me. If you go to make Network. you can find me there. You can also listen to my other podcast. Top five of death is, uh, is my first podcast. A show where we do a top five list on literally anything. And then we, um, We have a voting that goes on between episodes, and then the following episode, uh, people die. Actually, Logan, you owe me a death because the show that you did, you won. I won? You won, so you actually have to write me a death uh, or record it or whatever. We can talk about that off-air. But also, uh, Encyclocomica is a comic book show where we do deep dives on comic book heroes, so it's spelled exactly how you think it would be, Encyclocomica. And uh, This Rules, This Sucks is my review show that is actually coming back. We went on a brief hiatus, but it, it, uh, I have a new host for that, uh, to do a lot, to do the show along with me. So that'll be coming back as well.
2: Awesome. And Carlos, where can they find you and where can they find Valor gaming org?
0: Uh, they can find me on Twitter, uh, complicated name, but it's, uh, it's at Z three, R zero nine zero two one zero and Valor gaming, uh, official Valor gaming on Twitter. Uh, we have a discord as well. Um, you know, just check us out on social media. There's a link to it on my Twitch, uh, and then we also are on Twitch, so um, official Valor Gaming on Twitch as well.
2: Awesome, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hey yo Logan Vo. Uh Also, my podcasts are also part of the Make Fun Network. Uh, I have Roll for Damage, which is a D and D real play podcast, and uh, Sleep at the Light on, where two horror experts show me different horror movies because I've never seen any horror movies before, okay? and we rate and review them.
1: Get me on that show to show you it follows.
2: Oh, you know, we can talk later about that, actually.
1: Hell yeah.
2: Hell yeah. All right, guys, uh, until next time, GG's.